Good evening and welcome to another edition of The Empire Strikes Back, a UK-based podcast for fans of the New York Yankees, as a few of us gathered tonight. First up, David Andrews. How are you doing, David? Not too bad, Mark. Yourself? Not bad, thank you. Um, next up, and he's busily watching the game as we speak, so he's not looking at the camera at all at the moment, Mr. New York Yankees UK himself, Jack Brown. How are you doing, Jack? Yeah, good, Mark. Yeah, just trying to um, see the last few, well, last section of this game. Yeah, yeah, it's um, not going too well at the moment, but yeah, hopefully we'll get a rally in our bones somewhere along the line. Okay. And finally, all, all the way from Scotland, still pinching himself because he's turned into the biggest Eintracht Frankfurt fan in in Glasgow <laughs> right now, is Kevin Rooney. Yeah, all 13 days I've been an Eintracht Frankfurt fan. That was a big result last night. <laughs> nah, good to be back, guys. I've I've, I've kind of missed it. I enjoyed that last show. Although I do have some bones to pick. Been away- we can get onto that. You've been you've been away, Kev. Tell us where you've been. Make us all jealous. Yeah, I was on a bit of a work trip. Um, unbelievably, I was in the states and Canada for about ten days, and there was not a chance to see a Yankees game. Um, but I did take in a game at City Field, which was rather enjoyable. Um. It was a pretty back and forth game, so for a neutral, it was it was quite an enjoyable game to be at. And the Mets rallied big time in the ninth inning, and it looked like they were going to do it. The atmosphere was brilliant, to be honest. And then they just they didn't do it. They messed it, so it was <laughs> it was fairly typical. Oh, I, said I, I, that they're a hell of a team at the moment. Yeah, knowing you were there, actually, I turned it on because the Yankees game had finished by then, so I turned it on. I watched that ninth. It was quite exciting when it all fizzled out. Was it Alonso struck, struck out? Alonso it? struck out. Yeah, it was. It looked like for at the start of the inning when they started having a bit of a rally, I thought they're going to do it here, and it really felt like it. And the, the atmosphere was really, really good. I've got to admit, it was enjoyable. Um, especially because I wasn't that bothered if they if they won or lost kind of thing. So it was quite good being a neutral. And for as bad as the Mariners supposedly are, um, they certainly played their part in the game as well. It was, I think it was, was it the fourth inning or something. They put up three runs or four runs, and then the Mets hit straight back with three runs or something. So it was a pretty back and forth game. It was, it was pretty good, pretty enjoyable. City Field's cool, really cool stadium. Really impressed with. It. I know you've been before, David, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, really well laid out. Yeah, excellent facility. Really liked it. Yankees sometimes get the feeling it's more of a shopping mall. This <laughs> yeah, I kind of I think the sort of social areas of the baseball stadiums are important now. Um, it's certainly one of the things I've kind of looked for when I go to a stadium. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I was impressed with it. I couldn't see anything more than that. I think even up the back end, they had like a kids area, and the kids were like playing baseball like in a small pitch, and it just a lot of stuff like that, just to keep the families entertained. And you sometimes look at a game on TV and go, God, there's not much of a crowd there. But there is, most of them are just kind of milling around the social areas or standing up the back of the kind of lower level and stuff. So it kind of looks empty, but there is actually a lot of fans at the game. So, um, but yeah, it's just all part of the experience now. They've got them big, huge screens across from the Shake Shack where you can watch the game and stuff. But uh, yeah, great experience. Also got a kind of wander around Flushing Meadows, Corona Park, which... I quite enjoyed it. Got a kind of weird fascination with the World's Fair that was held there and Robert Moses and all that stuff. So it was pretty cool. Good experience. Enjoyed it. Good. But I preferred to be so, at Yankee Stadium, but that wasn't an option. So so when we had our last podcast, we just won, I think, 10 or 11 straight. Thought we might cap off that winning record, and we did. Um, but since then, it's still going rather well. As we stand right now, and we're in the 
bottom of the eighth playing the Orioles in the last set game in the set four game set against them. We are 28 and nine. In the last 10, we've gone nine and one. Got the best record in the majors. We've got the second best run differential in the majors behind only the Dodgers. Um, and we have a five and a half game lead in the division. It's still going rather well, gentlemen, which is not like us to sing the praises as much as we have been doing. Any games that have stood out to you over the last couple of weeks since the last podcast? Any takeaways from them? I, 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 I don't know what to add to this podcast because I'm Captain Negative. I know. It's, it's all very positive at the moment. I, 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 is there any point me being on? <laughs> nah, I mean, it's just what I think really, really brilliant about the team this year and I'm so impressed with is we go behind in games and you just know, you're like, we're not out of this. There's the, right down to the last pitch, you go, we're not out of this game. And they just have that ability. And the power backs, uh, obviously Stanton and Judge are just, they're just like, it's like they're swatting a ball 450 feet. It's crazy to watch. Um, some guys have kind of tailed off a little bit, um, you know, from the hot start like Rizzo and stuff, but they're still coming up with big hits in big areas. And even, you know, I was impressed with the Trevino. Was that a Grand Slam he hit the other night? Or was that a three-run home? It was a three-run homer, wasn't it? I knew it wasn't a Grand Slam. But just like you don't, you're, you're kind of looking at yourself going, ah, oh, Trevino's up, we're going to waste this opportunity. And then he goes and hits a home run. You're like, this is brilliant. Just, uh, it's hard to find fault in the team at the moment. Um, but yeah, games, it's... Do you know what, one thing I'm going to bring up that's, that's kind of annoyed me a little bit? You know this Amazon Apple deal? So I was in New York on Friday and I could not get the game because my Amazon account is a UK account. So it said, you're not, valid to watch it in this area I had Yes Network on the TV in the hotel and I couldn't get the game because it was blanked out on Yes and the guy Big Frankie that was with um, Big Mets fan he was saying that a lot of the old guys and and like his club and that that go to Mets games they're just not tech savvy enough to get so they subscribe to the Mets TV programme SNY whatever it's called expecting to get the games and they can't watch them because they're on this blooming Apple TV and they've not they've not got a clue how to you know to use these things so that was a wee bit of negative, but overall, I think I was in, when I was up in Montreal, I couldn't get Yankees games because we're playing the Red Sox, eh, playing the Blue Jays, so it was a blackout on MLB TV, so I never got to see many of the games live, unfortunately, until uh, until the weekend. But yeah, overall, I was just catching the highlights in the morning, um, but yeah, I, I've not answered your question, have I? Ask me. <laughs> Basically, you... you... Because yeah. you can't be captain negative, you're just going on about other stuff. <laughs> yeah. about yeah. I'm trying we, to remember we, what you actually you're asked. right to do, by the you, you're right to do, by the way, because it yeah. is a nonsense. And if they're going to encourage young fans into the game, they've really got to think about how they're going to do it. Um, we're actually looking in the UK because we can't get any games blacked out. That's right. The three coming up in future years. Um, David, Jack, what, what about the sort of last two weeks, the games that you've seen? Um, anything that stood out to you? Um. If I go first and probably be Jack to it, um, Nesta Cortez, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Superb. And um, the other thing that, I mean, yes, some of the bats aren't performing, but the defence is so much better than last mm. year. And, you know, just watching the game on Sunday, just to see, you know, Cortez or Nesta pitch to Donaldson, so many putouts, all automatic back to Rizzo. It just didn't get out the outfield. And it's so 
you know, it's so good to see. You know, last year we had bad weeks, bad fortnights. Then we had a 13-game winning streak, and we thought, wow, where did that come from? This year, it's like we think, you know, it's a good team, good team, and like tonight, it will be a surprise if we lose. It's that completely changed mindset. Yes, they'll probably go, there'll be, you know, hot streaks, cold streaks during the season, but at the moment, it's just so good to watch. Yeah, I, I agree. I, for, for me, the standout is Aaron Judge. I yeah, a lot of there was there was a talk of when he turned down the contract, was he right to do that? Was it a fair offer? Blah blah blah. He's backed himself, and I don't think he could have done a better job of it so far in terms of backing himself and proving why he's worth what why he's worth why he's worth more money um, than what he was offered. Um, you got Stanton, who's matching. Judge for everything good judge does, and on at the plate, you've got Stanton right behind him. Donaldson, I think he's on a 28 game on base streak or so, 20 mid 20s, yeah, on base streak. Um, the the, the every is hardly anything you can really moan about, and I say hardly because there is one player, there is, there is one, there is, there's yeah. one player that I think we all would agree should, should be sat. For quite for, for for a prolonged period of time because of the, his at bats are being absolutely terrible when it's Aaron Hicks. Yeah, he needs. To be, I think I saw on the broadcast that he's two for his last thirty-four or something like that. And that and with Aaron Judge playing such a good centre field, with Danton being able to play right field, with Gonzalez being able to play all corner outfields, with Joey Gallo, there's enough manoeuvrability there. You can say to Aaron Hicks. You're gonna sit. You're gonna sit for three or four games, five games, a series. Who knows how long until you can start putting these at bats together. So, other than Aaron Hicks, there's not much you can really say is bad about the team. Um, which is a strange <laughs> thing for the Yankees. Um, I've, I've got one. I've got one. That's just you, Kev. I'm trying to be. I've got one, but you're only going to me. But um, but the other the other thing about you say about games, anything stand out in the games. In fact, there isn't one game that stands out to me. Shows we're winning in different different ways. Where we're we're not sort of one trick pony. We can win a game by the long yeah. ball. We can win a game by base running, stealing, good defense. We can string hits together, singles, doubles. Not all about long ball, which is biggest difference for me between the cheer and last year. I'll pick up one. Since we're talking negatives, Chapman for me is a big concern. Actually, spoiling my agenda. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I just have no confidence in the guy at all. Um, when you talk about ones that, that sort of jump out, that kind of meltdown he had, uh, I try to think what night it was now. Was it Monday night or something? He had that meltdown. Um, but the game for me, I suppose, looking back at that sort of streak, you know, it was kind of funny. I was listening to it, it was on the radio in the car, and they were talking about the Yankees have had a crazy streak. and now, I think it was from some kind of betting agency or something talking about odds. And they're like, but they're going to f- face Dylan Cease tonight and they won't have faced a pitcher like him. I think we ended up winning 15, was seven. it 15-6 or something? 15-7, was 15, it? 15-7, because they, uh, they tied up their 7-all seven, seven in something like the 6th or 7th right. inning. And then we just, just cruise control. Blazed away from them. But I found that quite amusing because you're coming up against a guy who's quite hot, who's been one of the hot pitchers, and we just absolutely demolished him. The... the the lineup just, as you said, Jack, it looks frightening. Apart from Hicks, Gallo's been a bit kind of 
well, Gallowish. He's just been doing his usual, th- his usual thing. But apart from that, I mean, even, you know, Torres is looking good. Donaldson isn't hitting a lot of home runs, but he's getting on base. He's he's making things happen. I think Kainer Falefa was under a bit of pressure, certainly listening to the commentary on the, the games and stuff. He's made a fair few errors. He had a few errors and stuff, and he wasn't hitting his, so well. His bat, but did, his bat is where you expect to be for him. He had a big hit today, uh, tonight. He had that big hit. That I thought we were going to blow that bases loaded opportunity, and then he, he just came up with a really big hit. But he certainly seemed like a guy under a little bit of pressure. But when the rest of the offence is doing that well, you can carry him for for his defence. But the problem is his defence wasn't wasn't really up to scratch. He had a couple of fluff balls and stuff like that. So, but yeah, overall, I mean, it's, uh, Nestor Cortez, man, <sighs> Cy Young at the moment, isn't he? He just looks phenomenal. It's, uh, I listened to, did you listen to R2C2 with him? No. I always, I always talk about R2C2. It's a good listen just to listen to the guys, you know, the, the whole mixing up where he throws the pitches and all that kind of stuff. It's just, it was quite interesting. If you haven't listened, I, I would recommend it. Um, that's quite a frank chat as he always are with them. He's quite open about all the sort of stuff he does, and that's quite good. I think what's so good is the different. He's so different from some of the other pitchers. The other pitchers we've got, yeah. So Cole, Severino, just <clears throat> your power pitchers. You can blaze it ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Nesta can't do that, but his, his control is fantastic. Um, and he, and he works the zone. His, his cuts are really working at the moment. Yeah, yeah. He, he pitches. He doesn't throw the ball. He, he pitches. It's his arm angle as well. That they just do not know what kind of pitch he's going to throw because he just varies up where he's throwing it from. And he was talking about even like the, his body shape and all this kind of stuff. It's a really interesting listening. You should give it a listen. I think you would enjoy it um, just to hear him talking about what he's done and how he's how he kind of how he had to kind of develop himself and stuff like that. And it's good. It's really good. I, I want to pick up on. One name that you mentioned there, um, who I think is pretty much transformed from last season, Gleyber Torres. You, you now sense there's more of an expectation that when he comes to bat, he is going to do something. Whereas last year, there was the expectation that he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, and I know he's not got the, the power's not fully there yet. He's not hitting bombs like he used to, but you sense that his bat is far more potent than it was last year. Yeah, I think was it was it on I think it was on one of the pregame. You might not have seen it actually, but they kind of showed you a, a showreel of him hitting the ball and basically contacting the ball onto the deck in front of him and just straight to the one of the infielders, be it the, the shortstop of the second baseman. And it was just this like repeat, 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 repeat of him doing it. And then it showed you this year the the contact he's making on the ball, he's getting the ball elevated. And he's getting, you know, he's getting the barrel on the ball a lot more where he was hitting down on the ball all the time. Um, so he, he definitely seems to have made adjustments, but it's good to see because he was a guy under a serious amount of pressure coming into this season, that's for sure. Last two seasons, there's been expectations and there's been no delivery. This year, there was no expectations. So it's good to actually see delivery start. Yeah. we putting it. And his defense just seems much more secure as well. Now, obviously, he's come back to second, or I think this will give him the occasional game that's short. Um, but his defense at second still looks pretty good, actually. Yeah. I, I, I don't think he's. He may have made an error too, but there's nothing that jumps out of my head from him, that's for sure. The, the other guy where you're talking about second base, um, certainly. Um, 
DJ LeMahieu. He has been a a huge plus point this season. I think he looks back to being the kind of DJ that we all know and love uh, that we didn't see much of last season. Mm-hmm. That's true. What the thing that I also like as well, we, we touched on this in the last part, is the rotation policy that we've got. We've got a squad, first team, first first choice players around about eleven players, and every night we're resting one or two of those. And you look at the lineup each night, and there's nothing, there's no real weak points. I know we talked about Hicks, but the batting Hicks at ninth, so there's not the expectation to deliver so much. But I just love the way they're giving the guys the rest now when they can. And there's no thing we'll feel got our number one lineup out there. We we've got a chance of losing this. You feel as though any lineup that we've got with that 10, 11, 12 squad that we've got, we've got a shot of putting a, we're probably going to have the strongest team out there with the two yeah. teams playing. But I just love the rotation policy. I think they're working that really well, swapping a few positions around. So, you know, you've seen Donaldson lead off, he's batted three and yeah, two, four. Judge is your typical number two. Um, but in the times when he's not in the lineup, there's no real weak points in this lineup. No, I, I think you're right, and I think also the fact that uh, um, Stanton's playing a lot more outfield, I think it's better for his game, but it's also better for the whole team because he's not clogging up that DH spot, so they're able to able to use that to give guys, you know, bat, at bats and half nights off and stuff like that. So I think the management of the squad's been, and I've been very critical of Aaron Boone in the past, but I think he's been pretty good this year. I think overall the way things are going this year you've got to give him a lot of credit we, we kind of kicked him when he was down but I think he deserves a lot of credit this year for sure Yep Got the feeling the first week that maybe they they seem to you know if you had a hot night you were then rested the following day but the last two three weeks everything seems to have fallen into place and it's you know it's just well managed well-managed and logical. It, it does. And obviously, we're, we're carrying more pictures than we normally would do, which is the trend nowadays, I think. Yeah. Um, I when we had the 28-man squad, they were carrying, I think, 16 pictures at one point. Um, but I think now, are we carrying 14 pictures right now out of 26? Yeah, where's the roster? Something like that. Either, but that's the trend now, because basically teams are going with, you know, the levers who can... Yeah, 14. You know, Go, go 98 and throw an inning or two every night. Um, but we're, we're matching up with the 12 outfield players we've got. We're matching up really well. I think the yes. bullpen depth has been superb as well, up to Chappie. I think Jack's froze or he's making a really funny face at us all. <laughs> oh, no, I think... <laughs> you yeah, Jack's, wa- Jack's watching the game and I think you're going to have to give us an update, aren't you, Jack? Well, I don't know whether I'm there or not, but we have just tied the game. Yes. Yeah, I've just tied the single. See what happens when you ask me to count the pictures and I switch over to the roster and then miss it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Thanks, Mark. Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. (laughs) But this is what I mean about this team. This is what I love about this team. They're never out at the moment. Do you know what I mean? They just have that ability to to keep it going. That's championship calibre. I know I shouldn't be talking about that this early, but it is. Before you joined us, Kev, Jack was saying that Jack's watched the game. I haven't watched it again, so I'll be honest with you. But Jack was saying, because this is our worst performance that he's seen this year. And yet here we are, 
and we're tied the game in top of the ninth. Yeah. I still win this. Um, and you think this is the worst, worst game? It's like the worst game we've played. I think it's the worst game Boone's had. I think that's probably more, more my point. Oh, taking really? Out, t- t- taking out Montgomery, who is in sort of his mid sort of seventies pitches count. Yeah. Really? Then you then you bring Castro in, bases loaded. You have to bring Chad Green in. He then gets injured. They oh, had, Green get injured? Yeah, he's got yeah. a forearm tightness. Um, oh, sugar. Um, yeah. So then, so then they had Green and Peralta warming up in the pen. Bring Green in. He gets injured. They bring Loizaga in cold rather than using oh, Peralta no, that yeah. was warming up with him. He then ends up giving up the runs or a run. It's just one of them games where if he, I don't know, if he had left Monty in a little bit longer, I think we, the game might be a little bit different. But yeah, it is what it is. We're, we're, interest, we're, sorry. That just is what it is. I think it's just his worst yeah. game. He's had, has had a very good season so far. I just think it's his worst game. And that sort of coincides with us not playing too well. But it's 6 top nine, so. The interesting thing when you talk about Monty is that. Um, tonight we actually gave him a bit of run support which he's really been this actually ridiculous how little run support he's got I watched his game um, the last game he pitched and he, he really didn't pitch well at all um, he kind of got took out early but I kind of thought it was actually starting to get in his head how little run support he was getting, it kind of felt like he was under pressure to try and pitch a bit more because he had to be perfect kind of thing but yeah I think he did probably take him out a bit early Oh, lost you again, Jack. Oh, you back, Jack? Okay, I lost you a bit. Okay. Um, just I want to pick up a picture because um, we were talking about the lineup quite a lot. But I want to pick up a picture, and you know I like my quiz questions. So here we go. Quiz question. At the moment, what is Clay Holmes's ERA? 1.45. David? 1.15. Jack? Jack's still frozen. 0. 0.44. Jesus. He's been outstanding. With a whip of 0.74. Is he the closer in waiting? I, yes. I, that was one thing I was going to raise about, you know, actually in terms of the um, closing, actually is Chapman at the moment, you know, I would probably say he's our third best out of the bullpen after um, Holmes and King. Yep. In terms of reliability. And, um, but yeah, Holmes has been absolutely superb. Yep. Just over 20 innings pitched, ERA of 0.44, so probably I'm giving up one run in his 20 innings, uh, 19 strikeouts. Um, he, he's, he's, been... tra- he's transformed from when he was in Pittsburgh. We picked him from Pittsburgh. <laughs> we yeah, just gave him away. It's it's actually one of the things I was just going to say there. It's like it's just one of the best pickups we've ever done, and in current form, obviously. But I had I think this is one of the things I was going to pick up on. Yeah, we've got two on now. You're changing their picture. Um, it's hard to concentrate on doing two things being a male um but yeah the um the last podcast i was going to pick up on because chris said oh nobody expected our rotation to be good i think a few of us did actually say on the, the preview pod that we weren't too worried about the rotation 
we were more kind of concerned about the bullpen, but he has been outstanding in that bullpen. Really, really good. I still worry about Chappie, as we said earlier. I, don't, I just think the guy's a bit of a bottle merchant. I think when the pressure's really, really on him, he just, you see the sweat running down his head and he just, he has no confidence in him at all. Um, as you rightly said, King's been good. I think overall, the whole, the pitching overall has been, has been pretty, pretty excellent. Um, but yeah, Holmes, what a pickup. I think, did somebody, I heard say the other day, for the last two seasons, our season has finished on a Chapman pitch. <laughs> yeah. And actually, is it going to be the same this season? I think, surely, if things, if he keeps making mistakes like he's making, surely come the deadline, they're going to be looking at trying to do something. I don't know, move him on and free up some space and see if you can get, you know, move Holmes into that. You know, I thought Chad Green would have been our closer a few seasons ago. I thought he was kind of developing into a closer. Um, but I think he's probably better used the way he is at the moment. Yeah, dude. You know, elsewhere in the in, in the bullpen, King ERA 1.4. And at that time, it was a lot, lot you know, unplayable. Yeah. I think it was one, he did three innings once and had eight, eight strikeouts. The other night, three innings, six strikeouts. Um, we're looking really, really solid at the back end of, of the bullpen on the business end. Yeah. Um, Chapman's in his last year, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, this is his last year. You know, and I, and I can't see that we'd retain him at all at the moment. I, I'm struggling to see a scenario in which we would, given the, the depth that we now have in the bullpen. But Loise was, for me, the bullpen standout from last year. Um, not doing quite as well this year, but he, he's still very solid. Yeah. You've got to think out of those three that we mentioned, Eliza, King and Holmes, there is a closer there that we, we, we yeah. should go to post of all this Chapman. There's a closer I'm waiting there for sure. I think so. But yeah, I mean, overall the pitching has just been good. Do you think do you think there is an effect on that from the catching position? I know you guys touched on it a little bit before, but having to very good defensive catchers. Do you think that's helping? I think it is helping the pitching and the mm. defence. Yeah. Unquestionably. Yeah. And from uh, what I can see, the pitchers like that they, they will go with either Higashioka or Torino. There's no real favours no. there. And I think they see them both. I think we've got, we got a, a 1A and 1B pitcher. And this is before we got the guy whose name I can't pronounce, Ward Fett, um, who's, I think he's, he's gone to... Um, uh, high A, hasn't he, to a rehab stint? I think he did uh, he read a recordance of his injury or something. Did I say oh, that? did he, right. Yeah, I think but so, it was yeah. During his rehab stint, yeah. yeah. But you, you, you sense that we, we got a kind of 1A and 1B in pitching. Higgy's bat hasn't really warmed up yet. No. Which is a problem. But, but I, think, I think, again, we're carrying that well because, you know, I would rather have that defence behind, yeah. behind the plate and have the pitching doing as well as it is and than you know than having a big bat in there. Interestingly, has, has anybody kept up with um, Sanchez? How's he doing? Um, he's started typical Sanchez. He last saw he was batting about two oh seven. Uh, he had a grand slam home run in his, in his first game, I think. Um, and I think he's had a couple of home runs in the last week, but other than that, it's been typical. Typical Gary Sanchez, or inconsistent, uh, low average with, with, with the power potential there. Yeah, 
how he's fielding is, I don't know. I, I didn't see any Twins games this year, but I'm, it's just what I've read. I haven't, I haven't actually thought about it at all until that exact second there. But, it, but it's almost if this is, you know, if the switch from last season is saying up the defence a little bit more, you know, even if it might be taking a little bit of hitting away, I think we'll take what we've got. Because, you know, and again, good pitching, good defence will win you championships. Yeah, 100%. Okay. I mean, just looking looking at the Rizzo on first, um, as we've said, Glaber and um, DJ are both re- really solid at second. Kenneth Leffers, he's overall he's been decent. He's just uh, had them few errors. And then Donaldson at third, or even DJ at third, are both really good out there. So it's brilliant to see. And in the outfield, I think we're, you know, Gallo's a good defender, Judge is good, Hicks has been decent in that regard. So, yeah, I think I think it looks much better. For me, almost with kind of the leffer, it looks a little bit like when Gregorius came in for replace G, when Gita retired. Yeah. It was a few mistakes in the first few months and it was all doom and despondency. He's not the person. I get the feeling that I could almost be trying too hard. I think he will be an outstanding shortstop. You think Certainly. so? Uh, yeah. I, I, I think you'll be a stopgap, to be honest, to, to the guys we've got coming up. But no, I'd be happy if we could get DJ, eh, DD type return out of him. Sorry, but mm. yeah. But Kenneth Leffer could also play third. That's where he played all last season. Yeah. So, and he was better there, wasn't he? Yeah. So if, if Donaldson's only won one, two years, then he could take over then when we've got Volpe coming up. Jack, what's the latest on the game? Uh, just but, six. Uh, Stanton's just put. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, that's yeah, so you Yeah, he was looked like he could drop in, but no. Um, six six, bottom nine now. Okay, so do we bring? Ch- who do we throw out there now? Do they throw Chapman out again or not? You're going to, aren't you? I mean, you? Until he's not the closer no more, you throw your closer in at this point. Can't use Holmes because he pitched two innings yesterday. Green's gone. The Weizak has gone. Peralta. Peralta's gone. Peralta's just had two innings, so... Yeah, so, Dave's now a third. Yeah, I think he probably is. We're in this spell at the moment. We're in the spell at the moment. We've got like 17 straight games, like 17, 17 or 18 straight games. So you can't... Yeah, we're going to get stretched next innings right at this point. Um, but hence, this is one reason why you're counting 14 pitches right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so let's look at the sort of the games coming up. Um, at the weekend, we've got the White Sox again. How do you feel, how do you feel about that? Oh well. Wow. I mean, the White Sox are a decent side, albeit un- underperforming a little bit at the moment. Their record's eighteen and nineteen right now. Um, but we played well against them at Guaranteed Rate Field. Guaranteed Rate Field. I've it's got no reason to. Name. I mean. I think everybody said that they were going to be, you know, again, I think when we were doing the season preview, Bob, I think White Sox was everybody's favourites to win the AL Central. Don't see from that um, four-game um, stretch last week that there's, you know, it's going to be a good contest, but I, I don't think we should go in fearing playing them. And then after that, we've got the Orioles again for three games at Yankee Stadium. 
So it's just weird, is it weird how the scheduling's done at the moment? It just seems like you play the same team a bunch, play them a bunch, and then you move on to someone else. It's it's very strange. A little bit, yeah. Well, certainly this will be the last series against the White Sox this season. Yeah, I just. Um, and this will be like this will then mean that we'll, we'll, we'll we've done twelve games against the Orioles after next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we've already done nine against the Blue Jays as well. That's just crazy. Yeah. It's good to get those out of the way because the Blue Jays are going to get better. Yeah, they're a good team. They are a good team. Slightly underperforming at the moment. And then after the Orioles, and Jack, you mentioned this um, earlier on, we then have the Rays for the first time. We go down to Tropicana um, for a Real four-game set? Four-game four. set, I think. Yeah, four. And that'll be the first time that we played them. Mm. And the Rays, are, being the pesky Rays of old, they're the team who are currently in second place behind us, only five, five and a half games behind. Yeah. They're still a good side. Yeah. And they keep winning. They don't win They don't win uh, extravagantly. They just win. And they are a major pain in our arse, because they have been for many years. So you could see that being quite spiky. Um yeah, for me, that's that's where our where we really will find out what the Shanky side is about. Obviously, you've got the Whites again, and you've got the as you said, as you said, Mark. Then you've got the Orioles. It's so it's a right. The fact we haven't played the Rays yet is my one question mark. Yeah, played everyone else. We haven't played the Rays, and going on previous last recent history, the Rays is who we need to beat to win the division. So. That's what worries me about where we go. Are we are we a hundred win team? Are we a high nineties win team? Until we get until we play the Rays and see how we do against them, or reserve judgment for a little bit longer. I think. Yeah, but we did say the same about um, facing the the Blue Jays when we did the first time. You know, we were on that win streak, and it's like, oh, we'll play a, we'll play a good team now, and uh, oh, he's threw it away, and. Um, yeah, we'll play a good team and we actually were excellent against them. So you've got to hope it's going to be the same. But it is a big it is a big tester. It is the kind of games where you really need to kind of is it just going to be a season where you play all your own division early and then play against the rest of the teams at the end of the year or something? Because we seem to be racking up an awful lot of series against teams like at the one time. Yeah, it's just it's a weird one. It is a weird one, but Yeah, I'd never noticed that it was like that. Yeah, the fact the fact we played the Euros this much this early is straight I find strange. And then obviously we've had quite a few games against Toronto and Yeah, I don't know, it's just it's just a strange one. It is a strange one, but yeah, we've got to play everyone, haven't we? At the end of the day, when you when you play them is Yeah, that's I mean, a draw, that, that, I suppose, isn't it? That is that is it. What, what do you make of the movement next year towards the, the balance schedule, whereby I think the idea is you'll play at least one series against every Everyone. team in MLB? I kind of like that, to be honest. I like it as well. I've, I've got to admit, I wasn't a fan of interleague play before the Universal DH. I think now they've got the Universal DH. They're going to keep doing it. So I think playing everyone's quite good. I, I think it's a great idea. My only fear is that particularly, you know, East Coast in April. What happens if that's the only time of a season a certain team comes in and how you're going to do catch up after that? But apart from that, I think it's an um, excellent idea. 
Yeah, because I think kind of one of the things that always kind of felt a little bit unfair within the league play was, for instance, the Mets always had to play the Yankees in the league play. So that's a that's a difficult series compared to some other teams having to play. So they, they get a kind of easier game out of it. Uh, technically, it should have been an easier game for us as well, playing the Mets, but it didn't always work out that way. But do you know what I mean? I think if they play everybody, it's a bit more fair. I think it's good. I, I don't see, I can't really see too many negatives in it. I could almost see a situation where if you had three at home, three away against every other team. Yeah. And that would almost be the, the next logical step. What about, what about with doing away with divisions and the total and just well, having an NL and an AL division? That's yeah. it. It's almost that's what it might head to. Yeah. I mean, winning so, a division these days is not that important. Just getting to the postseason, isn't it? Well, no, I think the way that, the way the structure is right now, winning a division is important of having to go through the wild card shenanigans. Yeah, you know, but a one game win or bust that puts a lot of pressure on you. But yeah. I think you know, winning winning a division, yeah, it it's, still does mean something. So I kind of like the structure they got right now. Um, I think it works. Could you see a situation where they go NBA style and just go top seven in the AL, top seven in the NL? And then you have the playoffs go from there. I don't think there's much of a clamour at the moment to change the divisional realignment. To divisional realignment. So uh, at the moment, I think they've kind of reached a, a place. And I know MLB want more teams to in the playoffs, 14 teams rather than 12. I think 12 feels about right. So I don't feel they need to go that far, David. And I don't think there'll be much of a demand. People still like the old rivals, like Yankees, Red Sox, Cards, Cubs, etc. And you'd lose some of that with that kind of structure. Albeit, I think if you were starting again, yes, you might do that. Yeah. That's just my, just my take on it. Yeah, I don't think they'll change it that radically at the moment, but you, you can, yeah. They seem to be kind of playing around, playing around all the time, looking for a perfect formula. So it wouldn't surprise me if they did come up with something like that further down the line. Uh, I just don't see it happening too soon. So recently they announced that there's going to be games in London in 23, 24 and 26, one in Paris in yeah. 25. Are you going to be there, lads? I'm going to try. Be yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be totally different for, for for me anyway. I won't be one spend a spending as much money as I did for the Yankees series, and two, the clamour for tickets won't be there for me. It'll be one of those jobs where I might leave it to the week before and see if I can get something off a StubHub or a ticket. I mean, I could sell on website. I don't think I'll be doing the whole queuing up trying to get tickets on the day type thing. I think that just comes with your team not being in it, but. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be in and around the stadium. I and... think the Yankees make in another one. When they, have they announced the teams for it? No, not yet, no. no so it's, it's almost certainly going to be Cubs cards this yeah, the next year. They, they owe that game, don't they? But I haven't seen anything further. But... I could see a, Yank, a, a Giants-Dodgers game. See, no, I was, I was... Someone said this to me, and it kind of made sense that they're, they're using the sort of... The East Coast teams will be for the European series. The Central teams will go to where they play in Puerto Rico and yeah. things like that. And then the West teams will go and play in Japan. 
due to the the time, time zone time zones. makes sense yeah. makes sense but that's what i was told but whether that's true or not i don't know because obviously you had was it a couple of years ago was it seattle against did they playing uh, seattle oakland oakland was it each of last game and it, it? yeah and it's always like right. cleveland was it cleveland against kansas city in puerto rico one year or the dominican or somewhere like that so it kind of makes sense because of the time zones. But mm. We'll have to wait and see. But no, I've all my team. Might be Yankees Mets. Teams. Might be the Yankees Mets in one of the games. I don't know. Mm. If they're looking at a big kind of rivalry, they tend to kind of, well, they have looked at rivalry games to make a bit more interest in it, I think. So you never know. It's you'll just good news. You'll be there then, Kev. We had to drag you kicking and screaming last time. But yeah, I won't, I won't miss it. the next one. I'll, I'll, I'll just, uh, I'll depend on on uh, circumstances, but hopefully I should be there. Yeah, I enjoyed the last one. Yeah, my, my abiding memory of Jack in that last one was in it was in the pub before the uh, the second game, and Jack just rolls up, and I said, "Oh, I was at the bar. I said, do you want a drink?" And he looked at me like, "All right." <laughs> and it was like that resignation on his face. I've got to have another beer. I've, here. Is that, I've been on it. Got, obviously, consumed far too much beer over the weekend. Yeah, I've been on it since Friday morning. And that was now yeah. Sunday afternoon. And it was just like, I, I, okay. <laughs> well, we're sort of winning, winning Rome type thing. But no, yeah. it was, that was a very, very long weekend. And yeah, it was, it was, was yeah. it was good fun. It was good fun. And you're, um, sorry. I'll go off you. Yeah, take it. So we'll be having a big fun weekend if it does happen again. And I'll, oh, book, my yeah, hotel yeah. For, I'll book my hotel yeah, for the right yeah. month this time. Which would be good. Jack yeah, will wear, Jack will wear sunblock on his face this time. Thank you. Yeah, that was that was rather that was awful. That was hilarious. That was funny. <laughs> that was yeah. Uh, again, that was back, that was back to front, and he had that was drink. priorities again. That was not worrying about sun. More about worrying about where I was going to get my beer from. Yeah, where I was going to get my beer from, and where my next beer was going <laughs> to where where that was going to come from. So, yeah, priorities need to be realigned. I think next time. It'd be great if we could get a meetup, like you know, even from like the this group, the Twitter group, the Facebook group, the Moan Zone. That kind oh, Jack, of did you not mention something that you were looking at Manchester or something? One of the pods, I did I imagine that, that was last time. Yeah, we'll just see if we can try and get get together at some point. Yes. Oh yeah, because Man- Manchester makes sense for, it does. for this yeah, pod anyway, because where people other than me and Chris, as far as I'm aware, everyone sort of. More north, more northern. So it would just be a case of meeting in the middle somewhere, kind of. Thing. Yeah, well, I can drive down to Manchester, which makes it easy for me. Um, I can get the train as well, but it's just easier if I can drive down, stay over, and then back up. Um, and they've got a batting cage there as well, I think. They have, yeah, they've got that bar, haven't they? In your um, your plan to talk about tonight, did you have any any discussion about the state of the umpiring at the moment? That's not on my list, but go ahead. Because given that I wrote an agenda and you then proceeded to talk about three of the things in the first 10 minutes, you did keep go ahead and talk about <laughs> Go ahead and talk about the umpiring. Angel Hernandez is still bad. Yeah. <laughs> what else, Kev? Go on. You know that, I mean, there's a bit, obviously there's been a lot of talk about robot umpires and stuff, but it just kind of feels like a lot of the umpires aren't doing themselves any favours at the moment. Did you see the one in a game... I'm trying to think who it was who was playing now, but the guy basically ran through first base and had to look at second base. 
Oh, and yes, that, yeah. the guy ran up and t- tagged first base and they called him out. Yep. And he was like, you turned? He's like, I didn't turn. I just looked. And the replays and all that all showed it. And it was just, things like that. It's just doing them no favours at all. We could be in a bit of bother here, by the way. That was ridiculous. The other one that was ridiculous was um, the umpire ruining Bumgarner. Oh, that's right, yeah. Conspicuously his hands. So that, that was ridiculous. He did apologise after. Um, and so he should have done. That was outrageous. He was right, the, strike zone, with the strike zone on Judge seems to have got worse this year. Yeah. To a point where he looks like he's about to, to say something that he might get in trouble for, which is very unlike Aaron Judge, but his strike zone is getting worse, worse, worse. Yeah. Which is... It's just a lack of consistency, isn't it? It's just, that's frustrating. But I, I don't think they're doing themselves any favours in terms of making a case for no robot umpires. I think that's a certainty to happen, especially with the strike zone is concerned anyway. Yeah, I don't know if I'm for it or against it. I suppose if it's a guaranteed strike zone, then... It takes any variables away, doesn't it? They've got to hit the strike zone, they've got to hit it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It changes a lot of the dynamic then because catcher faming we've, goes out the window. Just, just we've just been walked off. Yeah. Ah, oh, bummer. Bomb right out of the stadium. Yeah. Well. Walk off a run. Yeah, free yeah. run. Off a, off a Santander. Off a, Santander off a Lucas Lucky. He's got a couple of home runs against us recently, hasn't he? Did he have yeah. two the other night? Uh, not against stars, I don't think he might. He might have done. I he might have done. I don't know. It's yeah, a bit frustrating. The night went. Yeah, after playing the ninth. Okay. That's what it is. It is okay. what it is. Can't win them all, can we? Can't win them all. So basically, last time we podded, we then lost that night. Podding, <laughs> we lose live. <laughs> Yeah, so well, let's let's do it in an we'll, off, mate. We'll, we'll see you in four months. It's <laughs> been it's a nice little run, final episode, eh? There goes. <laughs> That's how we say you no. Know. Okay, so I think with that, we'll we'll probably wrap up for tonight with the news that the Yankees have just lost. Unfortunately, That's uh, what are we now? 26, 28, and ten are we ten. now? Yeah, ten. First team lose ten. Second team lose ten games. There you go. So. Gentlemen, thank you very much for your time tonight. Any last words from any of you? I don't think so. <laughs> no, there's none. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Thanks for your time. <laughs> <laughs>